Hey everybody, and welcome to another episode of RJ's Pit Stop. Uh, we're going to do things a little differently. You know me, I'm the NASCAR guy. I sit here and I recap the NASCAR races every week. But honestly, this weekend, the doubleheader at Dover, in my opinion, was pretty uneventful. Um, the playoff bubble did get a little tighter. It is now going to be basically a three-person race going into Daytona next weekend to determine which two make the playoffs and who gets left out. Matt Benedetto, William Byron, Jimmy Johnson, two of them are going to be in the playoffs more than likely. One of them will be out. Unless we get a new winner, which I actually think we are going to get, I think Ricky Stenhouse is going to win Daytona, and it's going to absolutely destroy the playoff bubble. But we'll talk about that another time. The big thing today in the world of racing, the Indy 500 was today. And there were times where it was pretty uneventful, but that's IndyCar racing. IndyCar racing is nowhere near as good as NASCAR. Um, if anybody wants to have that discussion, let's do it. Um, look at television ratings. Uh, the Daytona 500 this year was on a Monday afternoon at 4 o'clock when your whole demographic of fans is working. You know, you have working class, blue collar people that are NASCAR fans, and you held the biggest race during a time where they're working, and the race still got higher television ratings than every Indianapolis 500 since 2006. So, don't try to tell me that IndyCar is anywhere close to competing with NASCAR, because uh, it's just not. Not in America. It's, it's no. <laughs> Stop. Um, so, the Indy 500 was shaping up to have an amazing finish. Um, I was really excited. I'm a racing fan. I will watch pigs race. If you spray paint little numbers on them and make them run in circles, I'll watch pigs race. I promise you. I don't care. Um, we were going to have a great Indianapolis 500 finish, and then we got that caution with five to go. Um, I actually forget the guy's name that knocked those barriers down, but thank God he's all right. But IndyCar has a problem, and one of the many reasons why it's not as good as NASCAR, is they don't change. You need to get with the times. It is 2020. Under no circumstance whatsoever should an Indianapolis 500 end under caution. That is absolute garbage. That is bogus. If you're going to call this the biggest spectacle in racing and the greatest day in motorsports and all this other stuff that they hype the Indy 500 up to be, you cannot blue ball us by making that race finish under caution. That is an absolute joke. We were going to have a showdown between Takuma Sato, Graham Rahal, and Scott Dixon. Scott Dixon dominated the whole race, led the most laps, ends up finishing second without even getting a chance to win it on a late restart because they didn't throw the red flag when the caution came out with five to go. Listen... I'm not saying that IndyCar needs to come up with overtime or green-white checkered or whatever, but we need to we need to figure this out. Roger Penske just bought IndyCar a few months back. He needs to make some changes. Um, and the absolute first change I would make, there is no reason for any race, but especially the Indianapolis 500, to end under caution. Um, I understand if there's a crash on the very last lap, you just tell them all, hey, chill out, chill out, you know, don't. Because you can't have people barreling 
220 into someone who's sitting on the track. I get that. Trust me, I understand the safety aspect of it here. But today, there was a caution with four or five laps to go. I think it was four to go. IndyCar should have realized, hey, we need to throw the red flag right now. There should have been an immediate red flag. Stop everybody on the backstretch. Let's get this deal cleaned up. Let's get it all figured out. And let's have a four-lap shootout. Or I guess by the time you came back around, it'd be a three-lap shootout. Um, I, I cannot comprehend why you would want your biggest moneymaker. Matter of fact, maybe the only moneymaker that IndyCar has. The None of their other races, no, no one watches any of the other races. Like, literally, the, the IndyCar season is the Indy 500. And that's it. That's the only race anybody cares about. No one's watching the Grand Prix in St. Pete. Okay, I live 20 minutes away from it. I've never been. I never watch it. I've been to a couple practice days, but I'm not going to spend money to go to watch that boring shit. No one in America, at least, watches IndyCar racing. So when you have America's attention like you do for the Indianapolis 500, you need to make sure it delivers. And it was almost going to deliver, but IndyCar stepped on their dick and said, nope. Going to end it under caution. Takuma Sato's your winner. Congratulations to him. All the reporters I've seen talk about him. He seems like a great, like a nice guy. Good for him. Honestly, I did not want to see Scott Dixon win that race. He's kind of stinking the show up. This is more, this is like 2006 to 2010 Jimmy Johnson right now, what Scott Dixon's doing. Uh, that guy, just chill out. Don't ruin IndyCar, all right? If it's, if, <laughs> if it's not already ruined. But there are certain sporting events that Americans watch. And you don't have to be a fan of the sport. You don't have to know anything about the sport. But Americans will sit down and they will watch the Indianapolis 500. They will watch the Super Bowl. They will watch the Kentucky Derby. They will watch the Daytona 500. There are certain events Americans watch. And since the Indy 500 is one of them, it's got to deliver. It just absolutely has to deliver. If you throw a dud out there, this is the only time. Think about this. This is the only time, for the most part, that people are consuming your sport. If you leave a bad taste in their mouth, wh why do you think anybody would watch any other races? If your number one best race doesn't deliver... Why would the rest of your races deliver? They're not going to. So as far as, you know, all your races at Iowa and Texas and Pocono and St. Pete and this and that, no one's watching them. People watch Indy. People will watch the Indy 500. Like, I'm not even a big Indy car fan. I'm not. I'm a NASCAR guy. Um, but I watch the Indy 500 every year. Um, you You have to put on a show. You have to deliver. Like... I don't know who's on the business aspect of things here. Like the television networks, Roger Penske, who owns it all, the track presidents, the teams, the sponsors. Everybody needs to sit down and be like, listen, we can't have what we had today. We got, that was the ultimate, ultimate what could have been. 
Because I do believe that finish was going to be an all-timer. And I actually think Graham Rahal might have been sneaky. He might have won that race. Um, I think if Dixon and Sato could get side-by-side, I think Rahal would draft right up to him, maybe slingshot around both of them. We'd get an American win in the Indy 500. Instead, we're throwing a caution with four to go, and we're not going to throw a red flag. We're just going to say, yep, no, we don't need to see these last four laps. Don't worry about it. What? What is that? Imagine, imagine it's the Kentucky Derby. And the horses are done, you know, they've already ran the first three quarters of the track. And then one of the horses goes down. And it's like, eh, we don't need to finish. Nah. Whoever's leading right now, just give it to them. That's garbage. What if what if when the power went out for the Ravens 49ers Super Bowl, the NFL was like, "Yeah, you know what? Just just let the Ravens have it." Nah, don't worry about it. Are you kidding me? You don't do that. You are reaching so many people with this one single event. Give them something to remember. This was garbage. IndyCar, this is why you are nowhere near as good as NASCAR. It's just a fact. I'm sorry. If you like IndyCar more than NASCAR, you probably just don't really like racing. I don't know what to tell you. Um, But speaking of NASCAR, they had a doubleheader at Dover, and what do you know, Denny Hamlin and Kevin Harvick won the two races. I'm getting real tired of them. Uh, They're getting really, they're they're growing old on me real quick. Uh, We understand those two are going to be in the championship race at Phoenix at the end of the year. We need to figure out who the other two are going to be. Um, But what do you know? Kevin Harvick and Denny Hamlin win again. Shocker. Here's the problem. They mentioned, what was it they said on the telecast today? We've had some doubleheaders this year. Matter of fact, have we run 10? Was it 10 doubleheader races? And I think Harvick and Hamlin have won like seven of them. It was something like that. That stat's probably wrong, honestly. Um, But... If you, if you go back and look at Pocono, Harvick and Hamlin finished 1-2 in both races. You go back and look at Michigan, both of them were up front. Now you're looking at, where were we at? Dover? Harvick and Hamlin, top five, both races, again. It's like, here's the thing. If we're going to do these doubles, which, by the way, I don't think I'm a fan of them. Um, I... I'm trying to figure out if I like it or not. I don't think I do, and here's why. You're not going to see a track have multiple doubles because you can't have four races at one racetrack unless it's Daytona. So what you would be doing is giving a racetrack one weekend. If you're if you're going to whittle it down to one weekend for a track, they probably only need one race, like Pocono. Pocono, we were going to have a doubleheader this year before COVID messed everything up. There was going to be a doubleheader at Pocono this year. You know why? Because Pocono's the worst track on the circuit, and no one likes it. No one watches it. It's garbage. We don't need to go there more than once. So instead of doing a double where they only go one weekend, how about just give them one race, and then we go to other tracks, or give Darlington a second date, or give Atlanta a second date. Let's let's do something else here. But here's here's my other problem with these doubles. If you're running the same car on the same track in the same weekend with essentially the same weather, 
What's the difference between the races? You're going to have two identical races. Are you not? I understand that, you know, things can happen. This person could blow a tire. You know, this person could get loose coming out of four and hit the wall. I understand there are some things that happen during the race that you can't predict. I understand that. But, like, why would you want the same cars to be raced on the same track two days in a row? You're going to see the same race. It's not like Kevin Harvick is going to win on Saturday and finish 14th on Sunday unless he has some kind of pit road problem or something. No. If he has a fast car on Saturday, he's going to have a fast car again on Sunday. So what we need to do if we're going to continue these doubleheaders, make the teams bring two cars because it just doesn't make sense to me. And make them run different cars. You run this car on Saturday, and you're going to run this car on Sunday. Because it doesn't make sense to me. You're essentially just saying, yeah, we saw this yesterday. Let's watch it again. No, that's not what we want to see. That's not what the fans want to see. I'm sure that's not what sponsors want to see. The drivers probably don't want to see it. Because if their car is a piece of shit on Saturday, what's motivating them to get up Sunday morning and get back at it? Garbage. They don't want to do that. No, give them a fighting chance. Give the fans something different. Ooh, yeah, Harvick was good on Saturday, but hey, this is a new race, new cars. Who knows? We don't know who's going to win on Sunday. That's not the case, though, with y'all making them run the same car back and forth like that. I, I don't like that. Um, yeah, what are we doing? We don't need to copy IndyCar with the doubleheader weekend anyway. I don't like that. IndyCar does that doubleheader stuff where they'll run a race on Saturday and a race on Sunday. I'm not really a fan of it. I don't know why you would try to model your sport after a sport that's not as good as your sport. And that's not me being biased. Literally just look at the television ratings, look at sponsorship, things like that. Um, NASCAR beats IndyCar in every category. So why would you want to copy IndyCar in something? I don't think that's smart. What if the NFL was like, you know what? The XFL did this. I think we're going to do this. Like, no, no. You don't do that. That's, no. So, anyway, final thoughts. The Indianapolis 500 should never end under caution. Matter of fact, no race. No race should ever end under caution, especially not the Indianapolis 500. NASCAR doubleheader weekends, if we're going to keep doing them, you need to make them run different cars. Because I'm not trying to watch the same race two days in a row. I don't like that. And I'm a NASCAR fan. I have problems. I watch every lap of every race just about. Um, except Sonoma. Because, ooh, that's a, that's a dinger. Um, yeah. We'll see you guys in Daytona.